here, everybody. Welcome to another first of 2023 Art House Rewind. I'm Matt. I'm Jake. And I'm Brian. And as always, we're here to talk about all the things happening, film, art, and culture in Billings, Montana, particularly at Art House Cinema and the Babcock Theater. Gentlemen, how was your holidays? It was good. It was good. Was nice, it? relaxing. Yeah. That's good. Uh, I won't make you do it now, but I love hearing about everybody's favorite presents from the holidays. <laughs> yeah. And, Jake's yours was my favorite big big grown up dad present that it was the food you made yeah. on the barbecue. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> so, it was so good. I really really enjoyed that. So, well, I, if you listen to this, I hope you had a great holidays and are doing well. We're going to try to compact a lot of stuff into this episode because we got lots of stuff to talk about. But before we jump into that, Brian what are the things that are happening that people need to make sure that they're a part of? A few things they need to know real quick. Um, first off, at the Babcock this Friday, the uh, January 6th, we will have a new Nicolas Cage movie shot in Montana, just the one night only, so don't sleep on it. you got to go on Friday. Uh, that is The Old Way, uh, which was shot in the Browning area a couple years back. So. Which is interesting. Because Nick Cage, it's like the pendulum swing is pretty extreme yeah, with this it's guy. Crazy. Like, yeah. Either it's really bad or it's really good. Yeah. We're not quite sure on this one, right? But we're anticipating I have not seen it's it. pretty good. Yeah, I, I yeah. anticipate it to be decent. It Just, doesn't feel like schlock. It feels like no. it's actually yeah, it, cool. it, low budget, so yeah. kind of on that low budget end of some of his crappier things. But it looks like they put some thought into yeah. it and not just a quick, you know, we spent three weeks on this sort yep. of thing. So. <laughs> got a got a name and made a movie. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I hope it's good. I think yep. it looks good. So that is this Friday. Check that one out. Then at Art House, we are holding on to the Fablemans. So do check out uh, the Fablemans. And then I am also... 95% sure I'm opening EO as well. That is a Polish film about a donkey that... Um, has been getting a lot of international buzz. Um, could it's a likely contender for say, uh, a, international yeah. uh, film at the Oscars? So we're going to try to get a couple showings of that in. So do check out EO as is, well. Is there any more indie cinema description of a film than what you just said? I don't <laughs> it's about a, a Polish film about a donkey yeah. that's got some awards yeah. buzz. Yeah. <laughs> It's Great. kind of Welcome a, to independent cinema. A really good piece on NPR too. If you're curious and want to know more, uh, they did a really good write up and video yep. on it. Cool. Yep. And kind of a loosely inspired by, if not adaptation, of an older international film, um, Al Hazard Balthazar. So um, nailed it. <laughs> yeah. A Polish film about a donkey. Yeah. So I'm in. That's why. That's why we do art films. <laughs> that's why we <laughs> exist, you guys. Yeah. It's that time of year where all, those, all those international Polish films that nobody yeah. gets to see. So yeah. it's time. I, I am honestly genuinely excited to check out EO. I've, I've seen some cool. good things about it. So I'm in. Let's do it. All right. And that's it. That's, that's it. The, that's our week. Okay. So gentlemen, we're going to do two things in this podcast. Uh, because despite what my wife believes, I can do two things <laughs> at a time. So first and foremost, we are going to be talking about a December rewind. So uh, looking back at the month of December, our favorites, uh, and then things that didn't live up to the hype or expectation that we had hoped to as much. And then we're also, because it is the first episode of 2023, rather than just looking forward to the month of January, we're going to have a conversation about the films that we are most excited about 
for this year of 2023, which there's a lot of stuff coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of feels like pandemic happened, a lot of things shut down, and then people, a lot of people have been making a lot of movies, and so now like this yep. is the year where the gates are just being opened yep. and all of these films yep. are, are getting released. So, yep, it's time to talk about those. So, gentlemen, let's start with whoever wants to start talking first is the winner. What was your favorite thing that we played in December? Are you going to go down the list for us? Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. It's... I've been on vacation. I got to, you know, uh, holiday brain. Okay, here we go. Uh, in, uh, do we want to, let's do it all. So yeah. our number one thing for December and pretty much for the year was Charlie Brown Live, Charlie Brown Christmas Live that we had at the Babcock. Uh, after that, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Die Hard, The Fablemans, even though it only played a couple days. Yeah, two days. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's up there because it's been popular. Pinocchio, uh, White Noise, Batman Returns, Paddington, Holiday, Jaws the Revenge, After Sun, Bones and All, Cinema Paradiso, Tar, The Inspection, and Brazil. So... Now I'll say it. Whoever goes first is the winner. <laughs> Gentlemen, what was your favorite thing that we played in the month of December? Uh, I actually, uh, it's tough because there's a lot that I liked, but I'm first instinct, best instinct. I actually really like Bones and All. I really enjoyed it. I think it was unique and, uh, you know, allegorical, of course, but it was just something that I wasn't even really particularly looking forward to and was surprised at how much I enjoyed it. So I'm just going to stick with that one. Yeah. Bones and all. So I didn't get to see it, but it feels like one of the, say it was his least favorite. (laughs) No, I was, what I was going to say is I felt like a total jerk because that movie got done and I was like, that was a waste of time. And as Brian and Arliss were like moved by it. And then I had really good conversations and I have been thinking about this movie. So I think it might be one of those, a little bit like red rocket where immediately I was like gross. And then now it's living in my brain. Ah, what I was going to say is it, it's one of those films that like when you know what the premise is, a love story, two cannibals love story. Yeah. You're like, what? But it's always like, there's a quick, caveat on the other side of it of like but it's not what you think yeah. like there's more to it there's something happening yeah. it's not just that it's it's really I, I kind of i think i told jake about this earlier it's more of like an outsider's love story so replace cannibalism with other things it's really heathers the movie heathers yeah. or yeah. something so. huh. cool okay i like it so that was your favorite of the month jake how about you I, I, it's really hard with the list of stuff. I just have to say that I think my favorite thing was how the community turned out for us in December. Um, we had yeah. stuff at the Babcock just go hand, just hands down. We had so an incredible month of turnout. So between Charlie Brown, National Lampoon, Die Hard, all of the things I felt I was well stocked for the new year and going to avoid those crazy shipping times. Man, you guys threw me in the thick of it, and I was you know calling places asking if they had gummy bears to sell me. Uh, you know, movie theater butter, all of it. So uh, I was happy and excited by the scramble because it meant that people were coming and really appreciating like what we had to share with our community. Yeah, it was it was a really really great month just to see that and like all different. The, the spectrum, you yes. know, whether it was families of every age group for Charlie Brown Christmas, and Paddington, you know, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is such a family tradition for certain right. people. So you see a certain demographic, Die Hard, you know, yeah. de- different demographic, Pinocchio, you know, played well. Paddington was really, really fun for me and my family and all of that. So it would, yeah, I, it was just a really crazy, busy, fun month. So mm-hmm. good pick, Jake. 
I like it. Uh, I was going to say, and it's just because I recently watched it, so it's heavy on my brain, would be White Noise would be my favorite thing. I really like Tar, but I think yeah. I talked about Tar last yeah. month because we, we opened it, it last month. It was mostly in that month, I believe. Yeah, so. but White Noise is, uh, as I can understand why people that, did, I was telling you guys, that didn't haven't read the book, you would walk away from a film like White Noise and you're like, it wasn't bad, but I'm not quite sure what I watched. Um, for me, I've, I was anticipating certain things happening, so when those things were happening, I was getting yeah. excited, seeing them visually. Uh, so I, I really, really enjoyed it, and, and I'm glad that I got to check it out. So, so you, would you say book first, then movie? I think that would be the best way. Yeah. Yeah. Because... Um, the book spends more, obviously, spends more time on certain things. Right, so and you can do like, it at your pace. And yeah, and you're investing yeah. in the characters in a different way, so then when you get to see that character on screen, you're you're finding some a, a level of joy in certain things uh, for me that, that I experienced. So when it. they say it was an unfilmable novel, he still did justice to it. I think he did a great job. Yeah. I, but because I was coming at it from the perspective of the novel, yeah. uh, I, I don't... I wonder what it would be like to watch it without having read the novel because yeah. I don't know that I would have connected with it on the level that I did at all. So, yeah. Okay. So, biggest disappointment of the month. Anything? I'm just going to say it. For me, and this ties into what Jake was saying, I I, I can't find a disappointment. I don't have one. Because yeah. it was such a really positive month. Um you know, I would love to find a film on here that I can bash and say wasn't that great, but I, I can't. And so it's just like this was a really, really great month, uh, December 2022, one for the record books for us that I'm, I'm really excited about what's happening. So, yeah. Brian, um, just tear it to pieces. Yeah, Go. Just, would it? Um, I mean, yeah, I, I think it was a pretty solid month, and I think that there was um, you know, some things that I wish would have played better, but you know, other than that, I'm pretty happy with things um if i have to say one thing hot take (laughs) um i was i i think technically i really loved pinocchio but i did not enjoy the story as much and i know it's pinocchio like of course there's the story but even the different ways they took it and that i just felt like i Nothing special here, and yeah, it wasn't. The and I, I told other people that I think the music was terrible. I think the music was embarrassingly bad, and yet it's getting nominations for stuff. And that um, again, technically, I think it's a masterpiece, but the everything else about it just was pretty underwhelming for me. And so when it is getting all of this nominations and critical acclaim, I'm like, is something wrong with me? <laughs> so wow, <laughs> yeah. Put on the oven mitts, everybody. That was a hot take. That was as hot as Brian gets. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate that. You had mentioned that to me. I haven't seen it yet, yeah. um, but I'm, I uh, am interested to check it out. So, All right, gentlemen, it's January 2023. We got a year full of films in front of us. Now, just because we're, I want to say this, just because we're talking about a film right now doesn't mean that we're necessarily going to bring the film uh, that that's happening. So um, when it comes to films, because we got a lot of stuff in art house land that we're going to be sharing over the next few months that we're excited about, but just mm-hmm. basic pure cinema. What is the film? I'll give you. Let's. I'll give you two. What are the two films that you're most excited about? Oh man! Uh, in in cinema world for this for, month for or this year, this year, 
Go, Matt. Me go first? <laughs> yeah. I'll go with one, and we'll, I'll, we'll go one around, and then we'll, we'll do the second one around. Okay. okay. So the first film that I would have to say I'm, I'm really, really excited about is Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Yeah. Bring it on. I have, so I went and saw um, Avatar 2 over the holidays. Uh, at the IMAX theater in West Yellowstone, which if you ever travel actual that way. Actual IMAX. Uh, it's an actual IMAX. It was a really, really enjoyable experience. There is there is something about movies in and of themselves are special, obviously. We all connect with them. That's why we work here and, and all of that stuff. But there is something about big, loud, masterfully told action set pieces and i remember uh, you know we've all experienced those films before and some of our favorite films probably have that but uh like avatar 2 as much as i could have a lot of brian hot takes about things that didn't work as well or i didn't like whatever at the end of the day james cameron is is a master at his craft at, at just framing action in a way that makes you feel like you're a part of it you're invested in it there's an emotional like hype to it that it it's it's really really difficult to do. That's why there's only so you know many people that can do it. And uh, you know I think Top Gun Maverick was one of those films last year that was mm-hmm. like this is one of those rare special things to see on the big screen. Uh, I'm just you know for all of his uh, true quirky personality traits and who he is as a person, the guy is a master at at being on a screen and doing action and making it believable and intense and awesome and incredible. And I love the Mission Impossible films, and so I'm really, really excited for Dead Reckoning and going to the theater to experience it. Whether we bring it or not, I will go to a theater to, to, to see that film because it just doesn't get much better than that. Like yeah. that's, that's just pure cinema in some ways for me that I, I, Avatar 2 just reminded me, like, yep, this is why I like the movies sometimes, and that's okay. So that would be my number one. Cool. Brian? Uh, well, that one is really high on my list as well. Well, So I wanted you to say it so that I didn't have to say it. Is it a Turkish film about a colony of ants in their Okay. I was just curious. Um, no, there's, there's so many that I could name. I'll do like the big, big budget film that I'm looking forward to. Um, I'm Spider-Man across the universe. Yeah. 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 Part one. So <laughs> I hope I hope they are able and were able to spend as much time as they did in the first one because the first one really was just like love of the craft and yep. what yeah. they were doing yep. and that was obvious. Yep. So I hope they had the same attention to detail and love in this one that they did. I want to say yes because of the delay that took place, like their willingness to say like we're going to push this back a few months. There is something to be said too of like you put all that work into the craft of the first one and then some of that does just translate over to yeah. the second sure. one too. They, so. they created a new yeah. kind of st- visual storytelling yeah. that I think we all connected with and mm-hmm. really, really like. So they just kind of lean into that a little further. Yeah. I, I'm really, really excited for that one, uh, but I'm, I'm with Jake on it. I'm a little nervous because the first one is so good. Like what, what did, I yeah. hope they get me get with it. the second one. Yeah. Cause it was a, the first one was a surprise. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think any, I don't think anyone was expecting the first yep. one to be anything. And considering we were not too far off from other Spider-Man movies, people were like, why are we doing this? Yeah. I don't want to. And then it was incredible. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm into it. So, yeah. Okay. Good pick, Brian. Good yeah. pick. Jacob. Uh, I would say the one that I am most looking forward to is Indiana Jones there it is. five. <laughs> 
I like, I have an anticipation for this movie and I have like a high standard bar that I'm just, I'm hoping it hits it. Same reasons you like the mission impossibles, like yep. Indiana Jones just captures it's action. Yep. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping that it lives up to it. It's the one I'm most looking forward to. And I guarantee we'll see it probably multiple times in a theater if it's not us. So, uh, th- cause this is like event cinema like comes only once and this is the last time you know Harrison Ford's yeah. doing it Hopefully. it's it's the last uh um John Williams like right. it's his it's his swan song like so is are you going to take your daughter like are you going to make it a big event or is it like I'm and here's how I'll preface this I'll get a little personal when the new uh which I know has has its problems when the new superman man of steel came out I was so superman starved from a cinema standpoint that all my friends wanted to, they knew I was excited to see it. I couldn't go to it with anybody else. I right. needed to just go experience it for By myself yourself. so I could have that moment. That's and me. then I would go with my friends later. Is that what you're going to do? Okay. what I'm going to do. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Cause it is, it's a special thing for you. Yeah. So how much do you, do you feel like because of that, you'll offer it a lot of grace just because it is Harrison Ford with a whip and you're in, or are you like, were you really frustrated with crystal skull right out of the gates? Or did you give that? grace um i don't think out of the gates i was frustrated i think and i think as i like lived with it pieces frustrated me more and more kind of thing so um so i would say i'll I'll give it grace but it's gotta hit a bar and i don't know the crystal skull hit that bar sure yeah I like it. Okay, good pick. Uh, So my second film that I would pick that I'm most excited for would be Dune Part 2. And uh, it's all the things that I just said about Mission Impossible, but uh, not that Mission Impossible doesn't have a little level of artistry. Uh, Dune, and the first one in particular, but now the second one, because having read the book, knowing where the story's going, like I'm I'm just really invested in this story and how this story is being told in an artful way like creative ways, the choices they're making, the production design, all of that. The first one was one of my favorites of the year. And I'm, I'm just totally in and excited for, for Dune two coming out later and end of the year. Yeah. In November, I believe. Yeah. So it geeked out for that. Yeah. Um, so for my second one, cause there is lots of stuff as programmer. Like I look forward to, Things that I have no idea when it's going to come out. I just know that it has been worked on for a long time. As you're scrolling through your spreadsheet. As I'm scrolling through my spreadsheet. (laughs) Uh, But, I mean, there's plenty of things I could say because, you know, there's new Wes Anderson movies. There's new uh, Scorsese movies. There's all those things. Taika movie. Taika movie coming. Um, But as far as one that I've known about for a long time and I've been uh, excited for Based on the filmmaker alone, it would probably be Ari Aster's uh, Disappointment Boulevard, which I think has changed just, his name. Yeah, right? just recently changed it to Bo is Afraid. I thought that was just like a marketing like tagline thing, but IMDb recently confirmed changed that it. they changed the name to Bo is Afraid. Hmm. So I didn't know that. Yeah. Cool. When does that come out? Uh, don't know. Oh, okay. It has no That's the official point. release date yet, but um, Ari Aster. Previously did Hereditary and uh, Midsommar, so I'm uh, really interested to see because I think he's doing some interesting things in the elevated horror genre, if you want to say that. And this one, I don't even know if it is a horror film or if it's more of like a neo-noir, but um, yeah, I'm excited for it. Maybe I need to make a New Year's resolution, gentlemen. So we all know my history with horror films. 
They're too scary for you. Well, no, I grew up not that around <laughs> no. them at all. I have zero. I don't like connect with them. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind them. Uh, I've watched few of them. Maybe I need to experience a horror film in the cinema with a packed cinema in a similar not way. Not just that watch I X alone in the theater. Yeah, just yeah. not by myself. Watch X, but watch watch it with that cinema experience like i'm hyping up the action side of things like you can't replace right. this maybe that's something that horror hey, fans would say the same do you thing want, do you want to come to friday the 13th 3d on january maybe 13th should. maybe i should so uh but three anyways. is where you should stuck that way. <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate I mean, the insight uh, to be fair that is the film where the iconic uh, hockey mask comes in. He yep. didn't have the hockey mask before okay. that. So. Okay, didn't know that. Now I do. Thanks, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, maybe that would be a good New Year's. At the end of this year, you can ask me, Matt. Did you see a horror film in the theater with other people? There we go. And I'll let you know. I think that as far as the other thing that I'm looking forward to, um, the like slate for Marvel. I'm really hoping that we get out of like it. Just seems like everything since yep. Endgame has been a dessert. And I want to go back to having a main course yep. or having a starter or having so whether it's you know Ant Man Quantumania or The Last Guardians, like I'm really excited to see, like I want them so badly to push it or to start or you know, it just like I said, it's not seems just like, be treading water. Yeah, for, or you know, ref, like references that I don't know. It just seems yeah. like I said, I feel the best comparison is it seems like we've just been having dessert since endgame and I'd mm-hmm. love to go back to like a main course. Yeah. No, I, I'd agree with that. I think I've, uh, yeah, I, I've kind of lost interest in the whole Marvel world because right. of what you're talking about. I mean, Endgame, that whole saga was so well done, so surprising that the surprises don't really feel like they're there for me anymore. And I don't know where it's going, like right. you're talking about. I don't feel like there's something to sink my teeth into. We're still waiting to feel that. Um, yeah. That level of, oh, no. I think, you know, Ant-Man, it looks like that's going to have some with, I can't remember, Krog, Craig, Krong, Kroll, <laughs> Krar, <laughs> Crane the, crane the I'm, Brain. I'm saying these names <laughs> hoping somebody says something, but nobody, you're just laughing at me. Okay, anyways, that guy that's... King. The, okay, thank you, yeah. Jake. You knew it from the beginning. <laughs> he's on the poster. Right. So it's like pretty apparent, like, here's the big he's, baddie. He's the big baddie. And yeah. he's going to be the big baddie for this whole thing and all the secret wars and all that, right? Right. Okay. So anyways, like, but I still am... I have very little investment in any of it and kind of have a little bit of a Marvel fatigue. So it's a good pick. I would much rather, because leading up to Infinity War, I was like, oh, I haven't really been catching up on stuff. I'll binge a bunch of stuff before that. And I would love for there to be something that makes me feel like, oh, maybe I do need to go back and watch some of these other things. Because right now I'm just like, eh, I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just going to skip them. It's a it's a rare yeah. like space for me to be to not care about because not that I was uber fan there every night but I mm-hmm. I was excited about most of the things Marvel was doing up right through Endgame and then and all it, of a sudden a lo- I might be you know COVID slash streaming fatigue too I mean yep. if I know that in two months I don't have to see Wakanda Forever on the big screen I'm going to wait for it to go to Disney Plus like that yep. takes away from what used to be a, like I'm stuck here watching this kind of situation mm-hmm. yeah yeah. And it takes, I mean, the the whole event thing that I was talking about earlier, it kind of goes away when you have it always accessible, always yep. available. Right. Something new is coming out all the time. You just lose some of that, that charm. So, well, they've obviously proven they know what they're doing more right. than most. So I think it'll, it'll probably be good. I am interested to see, so this isn't the year to figure it out, but the whole James Gunn, Jake, you're a James Gunn fan and what him he taking does over DC. DC. Yeah. But, but this is the year of like, 
DC kind of bleeding out yes. yeah. the stuff that they already had. Yeah. Yes. It's sort um, of like when Disney took over Fox and then there was those Fox uh, Marvel. Marvel properties that it they just, just kind of like, oh, let's quietly release this. Yeah. And- <laughs> so I'm interested, particularly like the Flash, everything happening with Ezra Miller. Yes. Um, Letting The Rock go after holding on to him for 20 yeah. years to yep. be Black Adam. Yep. That's um, crazy. Henry Cavill, like... I'm bummed about that. Right, like... He never got a true Superman right, movie, you guys. Right, and then, you know, like, even just where they were moving forward with stuff like Shazam, like, yeah. And yeah. James Gunn we trust. I think yes. the guy is smart. He knows what he's doing. He's got his finger on something that is just pretty magical. He's a, he's really great. So I, I do trust what he's doing at the same time. This is a weird year for DC because they've got all the... Aquaman is another big one that they've already made, essentially, right. you mm-hmm. know, that they're going to release that in the Flash and... Like Shazam, so they just put them out, even though they were giant properties that they're hoping for funds from. Who knows? No. Anyways, twenty twenty three is gonna be a good year, guys. So yeah. Well, that's just the tip of the iceberg because we got lots more coming your way in the coming weeks about all things uh, that are happening around these parts. So if for whatever reason you're listening to this and you're a commenter, feel free to comment on the things you're most excited about in 2023. Uh, it is something that does kind of feed into a little bit of how we program around here. If we got a lot of people saying, hey, we need to show this film, you should, I want to see this film, then obviously we take that into consideration. So yep. feel free to comment and let us know what you're excited about for 2023. For sure. Other than that, gentlemen, have a great day. Thanks. Bye. Bye.